0: Well, greetings and bless the Lord, saints of God. We greet you at Triple C Podcast on this a Sunday, June 20th, 2021. It's actually Father's Day. So we honor all the fathers that will be able to listen to this podcast. We pray that you have a blessing. Let's open up with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to podcast once again on this Sunday, June 20th, 2021. What a blessed day. The sun is shining, the S-U-N, the sun is shining, the S-O-N, and we're grateful. Father, we ask that you open our hearts and minds to this word. Just allow the words to come through me, that they're not from me or of me, but of you through the scriptures, dear God. Bless every listener that will be able to download, share with somebody, and I pray that it'll bless somebody somewhere along the way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, again, greetings, blessings in the Lord. We're going to try to give God the glory, give him the praise and the honor. And I pray that you will be able to download from this podcast and hear from heaven and know that God is truly on the throne. And that is the blessing that we share this day. So we are want to look at the book of John chapter eight, verses 31 through 36. John, chapter 8, verses 31 through 36. I'll be reading from the King James Version of the Bible this morning, and oftentimes I'll paraphrase from the Amplified, but reading from the book of John, chapter 8, verses 31 through 36. And the Word of God reads, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, we be Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? Jesus answered them, verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committed sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. Last verse for today. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. May God bless us all, readers, hearers, and definitely doers of his word. President Biden just signed into law that the Juneteenth celebration of June uh, June 19th is now a federal holiday. And if I go, it goes back, what, 1863 to 1865? It's amazing to me that as we now start to acknowledge more globally around the country about the freedom that had, it blows my mind in some ways, but then in other ways it doesn't, that over two years, folk were still walking, thinking that they're in bondage when they were free. There's going somewhere. Just remember that as I go through this podcast on today. So in honor of Juneteenth and Father's Day, the sermon title or the podcast title is free indeed, free indeed. Last Sunday's podcast, we talked about a world gone wild. When you look at the television and you watch the videos and you look at, you know, read your Instagram and podcasts and other things that we have via the public media uh, we have now, it hadn't changed. Babies still having babies. We got murders on the rides, we got drive-by shootings, we got folks shooting babies on the interstate, we got folks shooting BB guns and pellet guns off of bridges and distracting drivers, we got folks still doing home invasion, we got people still raping and robbing and pilferging all throughout the country and around the world. Don't think it because people are relaxing their policies and procedures. The coronavirus is still real. It's the variant that's out there now for all the unvaccinated. They are at risk, but don't believe that they are. For whatever the reason, many people think that they're going to escape it. It may be like a summer cold or it may be like the, few, the, uh, the, the, uh, the flu. Excuse me. But if you've never gone through it, as Tanya will tell you, she's a long hauler now by title after living through COVID pneumonia, and her among many, many others that have survived. And we lost over 600,000 lives in the midst of this pandemic, and it's still going. So let's not get too loose in our procedures and our protocols, and let's make sure that we do diligence. The Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. So why would you want to sacrifice yourself By not doing something that should be required now as it was doing the rubella, the polio and all the things, the measles, the mumps, influenza and all the things that we had to do from our youth that we had to be inoculated or immunized before we can go to school. This is 50, 60 years later, same situation. God has allowed it to happen, and I don't know the reason why I'm not God, but there's a reason God is trying to get us to see that this world is decaying. This world is going backwards. The Bible says that in the last days, the hearts of man shall wax worse and worse. We've come from under a previous administration that many may us Follow and believe that's your prerogative, that's your choice. You may believe it, but the symptoms are real of what we saw in public manifestations of racism gone wild. It's as if we went back 50, 60 years and here we are now still fighting. I think I said it a couple of podcasts ago. What a tragedy in 2021 that people of color are still saying I'm the first at doing something in this Society in which we live, folks still saying they're the first black, first African American, first whatever to do something. Hello, holy Ghost. I just think that's crazy, but it's real. What you will find that I'm not trying to speak to anyone. Uh, race or any one ethnicity or any one nationality. I pray that everybody understand when we get in his word, I'm just talking about some factual realities that we're experiencing and most folk hate to talk about it. They want to walk in denial, but that's the reason why many people walk in abundance and I'll get there in just a minute. So John, this is Jesus speaking in the red letter edition of the Bible and and this is Jesus talking to his disciples and then he's talking to a set of uh. Jews, this is Jesus said to those Jews, which believed on him. If you did not know in the modern day practices, those Jews who don't practice traditional Judaism are called Messianic Jews. Those Messianic Jews are the ones that have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that he came, lived 33 years, died on the, on the cross, Golgotha, the place of the skull, gave up his life that we all can have a spiritual right to the tree of life. Those are the ones that do not continue to practice traditional Judaism. The traditional Jews don't believe that he's come. That's the reason why those that believed on him, Jesus was speaking to those Jews during his day and said to those Jews that believed on him, if ye continue my word, then are ye my disciples. I said it several podcasts to go. A disciple in translation is a person who adheres to the teachings of God's word, meaning that you not only read it, you study it in accordance to 2 Timothy 2.15, but you strive your best to apply God's word, amen, in your daily life. You write it, divide it divided by living it. It don't become a Christmas, Mother's Day, and Easter practice. It becomes a lifestyle of living with the understanding that in your humanity, you will never cross every T. You will never dot every I. You won't ever always think perfect in your mind. You won't always have perfect vocabulary and words that come out your mouth. That's the Christian. Don't be that super saint to think that you're going to judge everybody, but you yourself don't be judged. You got to understand something. All of us in accordance to Galatians 3 and 23 have sinned and come short of the glory of God. For all of you hypocritical people and hypocritical preachers, hypocritical deacons and all you mothers and motheresses and all those things and titleistic people. If you get a chance to listen to this podcast, I'm speaking to you as well. That understands something. Don't you be the one sit up on your spiritual high horse and look down on somebody who's still stumbling, falling, making mistakes, but they're trying their best to get right with God. These Jews said this after he said it. And he said, And ye shall know that truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him: We be of Abraham's seed. We've never been in bondage to any man. How sayest thou? ye shall be made free. Do y'all not know, podcast listeners, there's people today that will say, I don't need all that church. I don't need all that God stuff. I don't need all that Bible stuff. I'm a good person. I do good deeds every day. Let me drop something in your spirit while I'm walking down your sidewalk. There's going to be a lot of people that do good deeds, going to bust hell wide open because they don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And there's going to be many that's going to bust hell wide open that's straddling the fence. They're trying to serve God and money, God and power. You can't serve two masters. You got to make up your mind, and according to Joshua chapter 24, you got to say which way your household's going to go. You can't keep living in the world and think you're going to wait till that last day and make it to the kingdom, and you never gave your heart to God. Hello, Holy Ghost. And Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is a servant of sin. You talk about freedom. Those people back in the 1800s that did not and were not told that they had already been freed were yet still working on the plantation, still working the farm, still working the fields, not even knowing that they were free. And yet there's many people fast forwarding some hundreds and hundreds of years later walking around in this life thinking that they are still enslaved to the world and and their minds is integrated in society and they're still walking in sin thinking they don't need to be free by Jesus Christ. That's the people said, I don't need all that God stuff, preacher. I don't need all that Holy Ghost stuff. I don't need all that stuff. Don't do me no good. They ain't nothing but a bunch of big hypocrites in the churches. And I ain't disagreeing. There's many in the house of God that have the big I and the little you syndrome. There's many that go to church every Sunday. That's in every Bible study. That's in every type of service. Giving great money. Doing all kinds of things. But folk, they judge folk. They look, I call it the beam moat mentality. They don't think about it. Here they is, they got a little bitty moat that they talk about in the man's eye, but don't realize they got a beam in their own. The songwriter says sweep around your own front door before you try to sweep around mine. Here it is. What I've learned in these latter years, I'm learning to live at 27 Robinson Cove. To know that God is a God who's a blessing. I ain't trying to go down nobody else's street other than tell you what the Lord said. But I ain't trying to judge. If you like it, I love it. Amen. You do you. But the common goal, we need to get to know God. I'm going to go there and I'll close the podcast. I ain't worried about it. I'm going to make it general. We ain't worried about it. You can live, you can eat, you can drink, you can be merry, you can buy, you can do whatever you want to do. And you ain't got to worry about the sharks here in 27 Raps of Gold, worrying about what you do. That ain't what we're trying to do. We just want you to know that if you come up here, you're welcome In the name of the Lord. If you grace the driveway, you're welcome to be at home. Kick your shoes off. We're going to get you something to eat. We're going to make sure you get what you get to get. Amen. And I pray that when everybody come to your house, they get the same experience that they can feel free when they come into your home. Remember, this podcast is free indeed. I'm trying to cover some bases for folk that walk in bondage. Let me just digress for a minute. There's a few things that God gave me, and I'll close off the podcast. I pray that we're trying to learn to let the bygones be bygones. We're trying to learn to let the past be the past. Now, it changes your destiny. It changes your future. But we're learning not to hate, not to dislike, not to be angry, not to be mad. The old saying said, if you ain't got nothing good to say, just don't say anything. That has some credence to it. But sometimes you got to speak up too. Don't let no man run over you. Don't let nobody use you. Don't think because you're a Christian that everybody's supposed to say anything and everything. You're supposed to take it with a grain of salt. I don't believe that God wants us to be misused and abused and ran over. I don't believe that God wants us to be uh, used as a pawn or a Ponzi scheme. I don't believe that God wants us to be taken for granted. I don't believe that God wants your meekness to be taken for weakness. I don't believe it. Sense of God, I just believe that God wants some order. Now, there's a few things that God gave me, and then we will literally bring this to a close. The first thing that he extracted out of the scripture for me is that and this is applicable to every believer. You, first of all, have to be a believer to be able to want to understand this Bible. You have to say that I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior and not play church. Not play church. You got to be a believer. So the first thing is you must be a believer. The second thing is you have to continue in God's word. You can't be that joker that's got the Bible in the back window of your car that you don't never open it. You can't be the person that's got the big family Bible on your coffee table, but you ain't never cracked it open and there's dust on the book. You can't be that person that don't never think that you can go fellowship in anybody's house of God because it don't sound right to you. Guess what? It don't matter the tone. It's about the content of Scripture. It's about learning that God wants to be your God and he wants you to be his child. Amen. There's been many say, well, I can't go to different type of churches because I like a certain flavor. You got to get beyond that. You got to learn to be able to accept various kinds of music. You got to be able to listen to different type of preachers, different type of teachers. Everybody can't be a hooper and a hollerer. You need to get down and sit down on some teaching See, when you teach a child not to lie, when you teach a child not to steal, you teach a child how to be respectful. You teach a child that when they grow up, they won't be always out there in the streets doing God knows what and God knows how in the name of the devil and not in the name of God. That don't mean you're going to always get it right, but look, you try to lay a foundation is what I'm trying to say. So when you, you know you're a believer. You know you should continue in God's word, the second thing. And the third thing is this. Know God's truth. The only way I believe that you can know God's truth is to get into a relationship with God and get to know him at his word and to get in his Bible. There's 66 books that we speak of. 39 39 books, Old Testament, and 27 new books in the New Testament. We call it the canon, God's correlated word of God, to put it together that you can study in 2 Timothy 2.15, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, to rightly divide the word of truth. And this truth, I promise you, the closer you get to God, the more you dive into God, the more you digress and let God's word fill you up. Your cup will run it over. You will be able to give and not worry about who's going to give back to you. You'll be able to be a blessing to somebody, even though they may abuse or try to hurt you. Your blessings will overflow and overtake your problem. When you know God's truth, this is what I mean, it'll happen to you. You then will become spiritually free. Do not, and I repeat, do not be a dead man or a dead woman walking in this life, just existing and not living. To live is Christ and to die is gain. And so what does that mean? That means that I understand People of God, I don't cross every T. I don't dot every I. Even though I've been in the ministry over 30 plus years now, I still stumble and fall. I'm not intentionally trying to do anything to disrespect God first and foremost. Disrespect my wife or my daughters and their families. Amen. When you grow up and become a man, the Bible says you put away childish things. And when you put them away, that don't mean you're going to always get it right. But you're striving and trying. Amen. So you must be a believer, you continue in God's word, and you learn to know God's truth. And let's go ahead and get ready to close out this morning. This is what Jesus said after speaking the words, amen, of verse 32. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And after they answered that they were in bondage, Jesus answered them and said, we're not in bondage to no man. Jesus answered them, verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committed sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. What does that mean? If you are born again and Jesus Christ is your elder brother, he's not only elder brother, but he's your Lord, he's your savior, he's your deliverer, he's God incarnate, he's the Holy Spirit in the third person. Once you accept and believe him You will then become an adopted son of daughter of God under the blood that Jesus shed on the cross at Calvary. That blood washing that I speak of is what when you stand before God, all the sins that you committed past, present and future, the day you stand before God and you give up the ghost in this life, what God will see is the blood washing of Jesus that covers you. You don't want to be that person That get all the way to the gate And get denied interest You don't want to be that person And say I've been in church all my life I grew up in church But you become that one in the book of Matthew chapter 6 Where he says depart from me You worker of iniquity For I never knew you You don't tell everybody how much you love the Lord And been in church but never gave your heart to God Gave all that money Did all those things got your name on a brick On the church got your name on a pew But your heart was far from God, you don't want to be that person who's been in church from your youth, but don't know Jesus Christ. Our auntie, God rest her soul, said she was watching television one day and had realized after being our usher, being in church all her life, she said she realized she wasn't even saved. Don't you be that person. Your life may expire before you even know that you sit with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You say you walk around free, but when we see you, you broke, busted, and can't be trusted. When we see you, you always miserable. When we see you, you always got issues, something going on in your life. You say you got joy only when somebody questions you. But most Christians, if you watch them, sometimes some of them jokers look like they are sucking on a sour lemon. But when you call them out and talk to them, They flip that script and start testifying of how good God is. They'll one-up you With their testimony, but I'm talking about the one when you by yourself you can give God some praise. I'm talking to the one that when you driving down the car and ain't no show, ain't nobody around you, you can lift up your hand and give God some praise. I'm talking to the one that when you walk around your house and realize that you got a roof over your head, a floor underneath your feet, when your eyes hit the ceiling and your feet hit the floor, when you look out the window and walk your property line, you realize that God has been good no matter what you've done God has done it again for you i close the podcast this morning by saying this and this is what he said in verse 36 in closing if the son capital S therefore shall make you free ye shall be free indeed I can only imagine in 1865 that when they realized that somebody sent down the message And said, y'all need to understand you've been working on Master's Plantation for the last two years. But not understand that you've been working as a free man. I can only imagine when daddy and daddy's mom and daddy, when they worked and they called on the Jonah farm. That was nothing more than a plantation. These are my ancestors. I can only imagine from sun up to sundown. I can only imagine even those that were of the opposite color was still out there picking cotton with them. That happened, y'all didn't know. Hello, Holy Ghost. I can only imagine thinking back when they was out there working and realizing, wait a minute. I can do this on my own. Wait a minute. I've been freed. Wait a minute. I don't have to report to anybody right now. I can walk around like a free man. Let me drop something in your spirit. In 2021, when you own your job, if you ain't working out in the sun and we got relatives that work out in the heat and God bless your soul. But for those of us that work under air condition, we dress nice, we drive nice, we live nice. You all tell God thank you. When you think about all the folks that had to work in the fields, all the people that was locked down prior to Juneteenth, all the people that's gone through, you ought to thank God for where you are. If you live in a house that's got air conditioning, if you live in a house that's got a heat, amen, in the wintertime, if you live in a house that's got more than one window, you ought to tell God thank you. If you open your closet and you got more than one pair of pants and one shirt, you ought to tell God thank you. When you open your closet and you look and you got more than one pair of shoes, you ought to tell God thank you. If you die look out your driveway and you got more than one running vehicle, you ought to tell God thank you. When you think about it, when the son has made you free, and if you're lucky enough and blessed enough to retire, our ancestors, our mamas, our daddies, amen, I'm talking about our daddies and our mamas, weren't able to enjoy retirement. They worked up until their Doggone if we're not going to enjoy this life. Hello, Holy Ghost. So, when we enjoy, we're going to honor them. When we go to work, we don't complain. They work to take care of 11 children in one household and six children in another. And they didn't complain. They got up and got on their grind every day and didn't complain. But yet, look at us. We ought to tell God, thank you. I hope I'm speaking to somebody. I don't know your life or your story, but I hope I'm blessing somebody. Look back over your life on this Father's Day. If he wasn't your biological daddy, you ought to tell God thank you. If he was a man, or uncle in your life, you ought to tell God thank you. If he was a presence in your life, you ought to tell God thank you. If he was raised by your papa, raised by your big daddy, raised by your granddaddy, raised by your uncle, raised by the man down the street, you ought to tell God thank you. If you ain't locked up and incarcerated, but there's some incarcerated that's been made free and whom the son has made free is free indeed. So as we get ready to close this podcast, I pray, child of God, that you walk in this freedom that we speak of. And I want you to say, I shall not know defeat. Is that all you got, devil? We're going to win And not wine. God, I pray as we close this podcast, you done made a way where there ain't been no way. You've opened doors where there ain't no doors. You told man to step down and bow down, and they become our footstool. You've shown me as a songwriter said, you've made a way somehow. Father, as we close this Sunday's podcast, we honor you, the ultimate father of us all, Abraham, Elohim, Adonai. We honor you, God, the great God, the great I am, the great provider who shall supply every need according to his riches and glory. Today we thank you. Bless everybody that will listen to this podcast. Until the next time, this is Tony with Triple C Podcast signing off. I pray that you get something out of this podcast as we close out now. In the name of Jesus, we ask Brother Smokey Norville to take us on home. In the name of the Lord. Be blessed until the next podcast. We're going to take you to church now in Jesus' name. God for everything you did for us growing up in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll make a way.
1: Yes, yes you will. Oh yes he will I have a savior who I can tell all oh, my troubles to